Hello, everybody. Anton Crilly here from ecommercelifestyle.com coming to you today with another interview episode. Today is a little bit different because historically the past five episodes have been interviews with Dropship Lifestyle members. Today, we're kind of going outside of the box a little bit more, uh, kind of try to bring in some variety and help you in more ways than just the standard seven steps that we use over and over. So today, I'm really excited to be talking to a friend of mine, Josh Stanton, who together with his wife, run a website and a business called screwthe9to5.com. If you're listening to this and you've been in our world for a while, you've probably heard about them or maybe seen their ads or listened to their podcast or read their blog um, because they've both been doing this for a while. In fact, we actually know each other since 2013 when we were all living in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And uh, yeah, that's when I met Josh in, I think it was Pun Space, and kind of got a glimpse into what, uh, what he was building back then, which if my memory is correct, it was a lot of different affiliate offers and a lot of different affiliate websites. So uh, kind of a different way to monetize, but something that has definitely proven to, to work well over the years. So Josh, thanks for being here. Happy to uh, be talking today. Dude, good to connect again. Um, you're right. Like we we did first meet in Pun Space. I remember what it yes. was, and um, you know I heard about this guy who was like doing drop shipping. I was like, drop what now? What, what the hell is that? Um, and I was like doing, uh, I think it was like niche sites, like little niche sites with affiliate marketing. Um, and I think we first connected and we just started talking about it. And I was like, man, this is a really similar approach. You know, it's like it both are very much lifestyle uh, business businesses with affiliate marketing and drop shipping. And I, I just feel like, I just feel like it, it was just such a cool time to, to connect and talk about that kind of stuff. And I'm glad that, you know, it's been many years since then and we're still running these online businesses and it's super cool to connect. Right. It's amazing. Like even just thinking back, I was trying to picture the year and I was like, was it really that long ago? I mean, that's, that's six years. Like that's, that's big. And uh, it's just, it's just cool to see like the evolution of at least what I see from the outside looking in on, you know, your, your business and what you guys put out there. And I don't know, it's like, it, it looks like this, this big community, very similar to, to what it is that we do here. But like you said, just a, an alternate way of, of monetizing, right? So you're, you're basically helping people to get started and build lifestyle businesses by sharing what what it is you know and what it is you do. So uh, I'm curious, like from back then even to now, what got you into affiliate marketing and the whole lifestyle design thing to begin with? Uh, I think it actually goes back to when I was in school. Uh, there was nothing like specifically that I, I knew I wanted to do. And I didn't really like educate, like the typical education route that everyone else was going down. Um, and I remember I, I got into university uh, to study engineering. And mate, I hate math and mm -hmm. I'm not very good at science. And so I started studying this and I realized like, this is not what I want to do at all. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I didn't want to do that. And so, you know, when you're young, you've got like no responsibilities really. And so it's kind of like, looks just, I'm just going to drop out and just see what happens, see what comes my way. So I dropped out and uh, had no job, had nothing, no income coming in. I was broke, living at home. Um, and I had a friend of mine who was working, who was doing this like internet stuff, like making money on the internet. And I was like, how are you making money on the internet? And he's like, well, I build these websites and I make money through Google sends me, sends me a check every month, um, for advertising and stuff. And I, was, I was like, this is crazy. Are you serious? He's like, yeah, I can put you in touch with someone. Um, I know who has a, like an SEO company mm -hmm. and, um, and maybe you can start as like an intern. So I reached out to him and I was like, you know, let's have a meeting, caught up with him. They were like, let's start. We'll pay you like eight bucks an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever. I'm earning nothing right now. So, you know, eight bucks is better than nothing. 
And, and that was like the beginning for me on this path towards where I am today. It was like, that was where I first got started uh, working, you know, online by, you know, working with this SEO company. Yeah. And from there I worked there for a couple of years and then went out on my own and I started building these affiliate sites and, you know, <laughs> so much has happened in between now and, and that time, but I'm sure we'll get around to talking about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's so amazing though. Like I, I've been trying to see if there's a pattern, right? Like different people that I know from living out in Southeast Asia and people that are living this lifestyle and like, how did you even, you know, find out about it? And what I hear all the time, it really was just one person kind of just, you know, gave them an opportunity or just hinted at something. And then the, the person like you and like me kind of took it and, and ran with it. Because I think even now, you know, again, this was six years ago when we met and we were both doing similar things again you know, things change but similar things and the fact is like now the community is bigger than ever the whole you know quote unquote digital nomad community but it's still i think like nobody knows about it so it's just interesting like how these little connections and little tips or pushes can just lead people to to totally different lifestyles so um that, that's cool to hear you, you you went that direction you know it's funny you mentioned not liking school i literally 20 minutes ago i just dropped off my my son we have kids about the same age just <laughs> dropped him off at his first day of school and trying to be excited about it but i was driving away from it i'm like all right we'll see we'll see how this goes anything <laughs> like me this is not gonna this is not gonna go well <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 like a really uh you know looking back on it now um school there's pretty much nothing i learned in school that applies to my current lifestyle right now everything i sort of learned um for my current life i learned as an adult um and and it's kind of weird because it keeps i keep learning more and more every year it's like the the rate of learning increases every year for me and i think for most people it sort of stops after university and they get a job and then you know it's like i'm not going to learn anything else anymore i'm just going to have my comfortable job and that's it mm -hmm. um, but you know like as an entrepreneur and you're exact same as me is, is the market's always changing and so you have to keep evolving with it you have to keep learning you have to keep investing in yourself um you know whether it be buying buying online courses going to live events uh, joining masterminds, all this kind of stuff. You know, we're constantly investing because we understand that if we want to grow, uh, we have to grow ourselves. If we want our business to grow, we have to grow ourselves first. Um, 100%. And I think we yeah. should talk about that. You know, like, like I said, like you had screw the nine to five back then. I had dropship lifestyle back then. But the way that I do business now, it's not the same. You know, if you just sit there and say, wow, this works amazing. I'm good. I'm going to put my hands up and, you know, watch the money roll in forever. Then you're, you're done. The day you stop learning is the day your business flatlines and then starts to decline. So um, I'm curious, you know, we like to talk about like recent wins. So things for, for you and your business, uh, like somewhat recently, what are some things that you've done? that maybe you weren't doing back then that have led to better results? Yeah, so, so just speaking on the evolution side of things. So last year, we closed down our paid membership. We had like a membership that was like about a thousand people in there paying uh, on average about 50 bucks a month. Uh, and so we got to a point where we we're like, man, I just want to kind of, you know, I, I don't feel like this is the direction we want to go in anymore. Um, and so we made a, a pretty big commitment to say, you know, let's just close this down and, and let's move in a direction we want to move in. Um, and it was a big deal because we basically shut down, you know, most of our revenue for our, for our business. Uh, and so then we switched to an affiliate model uh, completely, which is what it's kind of funny. It's ironic because that's how we got started mm -hmm. um, was earning money through affiliate marketing. And so we said, look, there's an, an opportunity in this space where, you know, with screw the nine to five, our goal mainly is to just help uh, trend transform employees to entrepreneurs. Like that's our mission is transform employees to entrepreneurs. And we said, 
there's all these people who are selling online courses, all these tools and all this kind of stuff. You know, instead of us trying to compete against everybody, why don't we just like create a create a, an opportunity for us to connect with a lot of people and then move them in the direction of a, an online course or program or online tools and that kind of stuff, which is going to be relevant to them. It's going to help them grow their, grow their businesses. So kind of like a very middleman type approach. Mm-hmm. So we made that commitment. We, we closed everything down at the end of last year. And, you know, obviously when you change your business, you do a pivot like this, you're always concerned, like, you know, what, you know, what are your, what are your revenue numbers going to look like, blah, blah, blah. But I, I would say the biggest win was shutting that down. And, and now we're, what are we in August right now? Mm-hmm. We're on pace to crush last year's revenue goal. Um, and we can, compl- we completely changed everything. So, um, you know, if anyone's listening in and they're in a situation right now and they're like, you know, I'm not liking, you know, how things are going, blah, blah, blah. And they feel trapped. I want you to know that you can change, you know, you can change completely and everything's going to be okay. In fact, it's going to be better. Yeah. And what's amazing about that too, is you didn't just, you know, you weren't doing something that wasn't working, right? You didn't just say, Oh, I've been, you know, failing for years. So I'm going to give up on this and try something else. You went from an extremely successful membership site, probably, you know, up in the top percentile of as far as how many members and revenue and you shut that down. So I think that's really important too, because sometimes people hear like things about pivoting or things about, you know, changing how they're monetizing or maybe hiring somebody or firing someone or just restructuring their company. And they think that's only for people to do if their business is failing. But the truth is like something, you know, you preach as well. We're building businesses here because we want certain things in life, right? We want like a certain freedom. We want to be happy with what we're doing. So you like people might hear that like $50,000 a month, right? Membership site, you shut that down. What? And it's not because it's not successful. It's because it wasn't bringing you what you actually wanted out of it. Right? Like, is that correct? Totally. I was actually talking to someone recently who went to, uh, do you know how Richard Branson runs like events on Neck? Island. Yeah. I'm sure you put, yeah. So someone who, who went on one of those and he was talking to Richard Branson and he said, he said like, you know, when I was, um, when I was younger, like I had this dream of, you know, becoming a billionaire and like, I'm in this situation right now. And I'm, I'm like, I'm not sure if I want to pursue that anymore. Cause I, you know, I'm making like 10 million a year or whatever, and I'm, I'm pretty comfortable. Um, and I'm not sure if I want to go for a billion dollars. And he, and he asked Richard Branson, he's like, what's your advice for someone like me? And he said, Richard Branson turned back to him and said, look, I never went into any business to make money. I went into it because it was going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I thought like that was such, a, such an amazing thing for that person to listen to, for any new entrepreneur to listen to as well, because we would get so caught up in the minutiae of like, you know, is this going to make money? You know, are we going to be okay? Like, am I going to have financial security for myself or whatever? But then you, you hear from like an actual billionaire, like Richard Branson says, I never go into anything uh, to, to make money. I go into it because it's going to be fun. Yes. I I think that's a a really key thing to think about. And I really try and keep that in mind now too. Whenever we go into any, whenever we want to promote anything or we want to start a new business or whatever, I'm like, is this going to be fun? Because if it's not going to be fun, we're not going to do it. We're going to find a way of sabotaging ourselves and, and preventing it from doing well anyway. So what's the point? Yep. And you could build whatever you want. You know, everybody listening, you could put your time into anything. There's, there's a million ways to spend your hours during the day. There's a million different types of ways to monetize and to make content and all this. But like you just said, if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to do it. And if you do it, it's not going to last. So I think that's just that that's huge. And I'm curious, you know, you've, you've coached so many people from all around the world and different types of business models, different types of content. Like, what do you think to somebody listening to this right now that might be thinking like, okay, you know, that, that sounds 
sounds great and all, but I can't just change my business right now. This is, this is paying my bills. Like, what do you think are some actionable steps that people could take to help them actually get joy from their business? Mm, so a lot of it comes down to, and, and this is, we can go deep into this, but, um, I, I focus, most of my work I do now uh, with myself and with other people is on our internal beliefs. And the reason why is that um, it's, a, it's a very specific formula um, in, in terms of changing someone. Because, you know, we, if we want to transition someone from like nine to five uh, from employee to entrepreneur, they have to change all their belief systems because they're caught up with the wrong type of beliefs to be an entrepreneur. Uh, and so what I find is whenever someone feels like they're stuck, it's because they're working from a belief system um, that, that maybe served them up until that point they're in right now, but it's no longer serving them anymore. And so they need to change their belief system. Mm -hmm. um, and so the, the question was like, if someone wants to change and they're feeling stuck, right? Like yes. what, what, yep. what to do? Yeah. So the first question I would ask is like, um, how much money am I losing by staying in this, by staying in this business right now? You see what I mean? Yep. Yep. So instead of saying like worrying about this, like security and stuff right now, instead of saying like, you know, I just want to like protect what I'm making right now and I'm afraid to change, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, how much are you potentially losing by maintaining that belief system, by staying in this business when you know, if you change, you could potentially go on to make a hell of a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, like that's like the first question we kind of ask. It kind of flips is sort of like reverses their thoughts going on in their minds. And then I would say, you know, like what is going on internally that is making you feel as though you need to stay exactly where you are. And here's what happens, right? Whenever someone starts a new business and see if you resonate with this, whenever someone starts a new business, they have nothing to lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like when you first started your business, you, were you like, Oh, I've like, hopefully like I don't lose everything I have. Cause you're like, I have nothing anyway. Yeah. And even today, you know, we bootstrap everything, try to get it started for nothing. And yeah, it's, it's low, low, F, low output to get started as far financially. Yeah. Totally. So you go for it. Right. And then suddenly you do well, you create some kind of success. Like you're making like six figures a year, whatever. And you're like, Oh, this is like really comfortable now. This is nice. Then what happens is as soon as you hit that point where you start to feel comfortable, you then switch into a defensive mindset where you're like, I need to protect what I have right now. So you go from being like on the offensive in terms of like trying to grow a business to now like trying now, you know, being on the defensive, trying to protect it, trying to make sure everything's secure and this kind of stuff. As soon as you do that, it's game over. Cause if you're not growing a business, you're dying. Mm -hmm. um, and so what happens is this, this sort of, ha this happened to us as well is you need to adjust it. So you need to move from this like defensive mindset to more of an offensive mindset. So start thinking like, okay, what are some other businesses I could start? You know, what can we try in our business right now that, that is different to what we've done before in the past? So you start going on the offensive mentally as opposed to just trying to protect everything you have. I love that. I love that. Yep. And that's, that's, that's key right there. Don't wait till it's too late. Start on the offense because that's how you're going to actually move the needle. Um, I think those are, those are huge tips. And I, I really do think like that'll help kind of start to break belief patterns in people's heads and move in the right direction. And I know you said, this is what you help people a lot with now. Do you have any um, like recent podcasts or guides on your blog or anything that we can link people to? And you yeah. can send me links too. I can put them in the description or yeah, honestly, if you just like, if you're on iTunes right now or Spotify, or whatever, just look up the Screw the 9 to 5 podcast. It's all spelt out, no numbers. Um, and honestly, just go check out like a bunch of our most recent um, our most recent episodes. So a lot of it is around this belief system. And if I could just like talk on this for a second, because a lot of people disregard this as being unimportant. I think it's like woo-woo kind of crap or whatever, and it's not actually going to change them. So they, they think that 
that the thing's going to change them is like when I go and just take lots of action, right? Um, but the, the problem with that is I use this like printout analogy. So let's say like you're sitting in front of a computer and you're typing up on your computer like how everything is right now in, in your business right now. And you type it up in the document and then you hit print. And then you go over to your printer, you pull it out, and you take a look at it and you're like, you know what, I would like to change that. I would like to change that. I'd like to change all these different things. So you take like some a white out or a Sharpie, whatever. You cross out a bunch of things and then you write over the top of that piece of paper. No, here's, here's all the things I actually want right now. Mm-hmm. Then you go back to your, to your computer, you hit print. And out comes that same printout that you got before. And you look at it and you're like, what is going on? I just said I want to change all these different things. But here's the problem is, is that you tried to change the printout. You didn't go back and try and change the program. You need to go back and edit the program. The programming happens in your mind. Um, And so if you're sitting there right now and you're like, you're trying things over and over and over again, you're just getting the same results over and over and over again. The problem isn't what's going on out there. The problem isn't like what you're doing out there. The problem is what's going on in your mind. The problem is you and you need to go and work on yourself. So yeah. I know, I know it, sound, it sounds like really, I can get it really aggressive around this kind of stuff, but I'm telling you right now, uh, I was in this situation where I felt like I wasn't changing at all. And it wasn't until I started looking at myself in the mirror and really trying to understand what was going on and change it, uh, did things start to, to pick up for me again. So I, I really believe in it. Yeah. And I get why you're passionate about it because it's something, you know, I've dealt with too. And people usually deal with it too late, right? You deal with it like when you have to, and people do, including me. I used to always think all the mindset stuff was, uh, you know, that's for people that are, are weak and it's, it's not like, you're going to get to a point where you need it and it's better to kind of condition yourself earlier on. So just like you said earlier, you could be on the offense, you know, and, and, and focus your actions that way rather than trying to play catch up when you really start to have to look internally. It's sooner than later is always better. Yeah, no, totally. Um, yeah. And if there's a book you guys want to read, um, just to, like start this process. Um, I definitely recommend secrets of the millionaire mind by T Harvecker. Have you read that book? I have not. Oh dude, you need to read this book and you need to like read it a lot. I read it like every single month. It's so good. I'm going to order it right now. And I'll, I'll post a link <laughs> to that too for everybody listening. That's awesome. That's very helpful. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, I'm going to post that up. And definitely guys, again, like if you're listening to this, and even if you're still thinking like, ah, my, you know, I'm, I'm fine, everything's moving the right direction. It doesn't matter. Again, mindset stuff isn't for people that are just weak or people that need an extra boost. Like it, it's great for them too. But even if you're on top of your game right now, these are things you still want to train yourself with. Just like you want to get better at Google ads, just like you want to get better at Facebook ads, just like you want to get better with conversions, you do want to, you know, be mentally prepared for what it takes to, to continue to grow. Because it's a, it's a different game than just launching something so but dude it makes so much sense think about it this way what everyone wants one thing right everyone wants one thing and it's the r word everyone wants results yeah mm-hmm. like everyone goes into business thinking i want results i want to make a million dollars a year from this i want you know this kind of lifestyle but those are the results right but then you ask the question well how do you get results and people are like well you have to do something to get the results like exactly you got to take action right so then you then you ask the question like, well, what happens? What's the precursor to action? Like, do you just like not even think about it and you're just like taking action all the time? And people are like, no, like obviously I have a thought and I, you know, I think like, okay, like maybe I need to, you get inspired and you're like, hey, maybe I need to learn about SEO. Okay, maybe I need to start a dropshipping business or maybe I need to take this course, right? So you have a thought first that leads to action, which leads to results. And so then you have to ask a question. This is where it gets kind of weird for a lot of people. You have to ask the question, Did you consciously choose that thought or did it just come up for you? Mm -hmm. Right. And for every single person, if you really stop and think about 
um, your thoughts that come up for you every single day, very, very few of those thoughts happen consciously where you decide to think that way. Um, mostly it just happens automatically and it comes from your programming. That programming comes from like, you know, past experiences through like modeling, you know, your, your parents when you were younger or uh, verbal conditioning, all, all these different things. And so if you want to change, if you want to change your results, you have to change your programming. It's the, it's the, T. Harbo says, it's the roots that create the fruits. It's the roots that create the fruits. You can't just go and try and change the fruits or like, you know, let's say you want uh, apples on your, on your lemon tree. And so you go and you get like a bunch of apples and you tape those apples up on the tree. But then suddenly like those apples start to rot and then fall off the tree over time and you're still just left with lemons. Mm -hmm. You've got to change the entire tree completely if you want to grow apples. A hundred percent. Because yeah, whatever you're trying to do, if the mindset's not there, it doesn't matter if it's drop shipping or affiliate marketing or you're, you know, trying to get a job. If you don't have the right mindset and you're not using, you know, your, your actual brain to think of the best course of action and to evaluate how you're doing, it's just never going to work unless you make huge shifts and, you know, kind of, what's the best way to say it when you're actually like alert and you're, you know, paying attention to everything. So I love it. I'm literally ordering this book right now too, because I want to uh, <laughs> go deeper into this. Um, you know, and I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing that. And also for everybody listening, Josh is going to be in Prague. You, if you're coming, you know, he's going to be speaking there. So I'm looking forward to, you know, meeting up in person again, hearing more about this stuff. And I'll give you uh, my takeaways from uh, this book there as well. Hala, I'm excited. Yeah. Definitely. And just, uh, you know, one more time for everybody listening, screw the nine to five, all spelt out, go to the website. I know you guys have everything linked up off there. Um, you know, I'm excited to dive deeper into this and definitely to, uh, to have a beer in person. So thanks for hopping on. Appreciate it. I'm sure the community does as well. And we will, uh, we'll speak in less than a month. Awesome. Thanks, Anton. All right. Thanks, Josh. What's up, everybody? Anton here again. And listen, I know at the end of the episode, I told Josh, I'll see you in less than a month. Well, I'm actually going to see him in a couple days because I'm out here in Rome right now and I'm flying to Prague tomorrow to start up the retreat. So listen, as always, if you got value from this episode, would appreciate it if you can go on iTunes, leave us a review, let me know what you think. And if you're brand new here, be sure to go to dropshipwebinar.com. D-R-O-P-S-H-I-P webinar.com where you can get a free training from me, learn how we do all this, and hopefully join us at our retreat next year. Again, it's dropshipwebinar.com. Thanks, everybody, and I'll talk to you next week.